Hello everyone, it's me, Dan DeBooth, and this is the new season of Game of Thrones and a new season of Valar Podcastus, which of course is All Men Must Podcast in High Valyrian. But of course you knew that. You can follow me on Twitter, I'm at Dan DeBooth. And if you like it, feel free to share it with your friends online as well. And speaking of friends, recapping this week's episode with me, Dean Thomas. You might remember Dino from last year's podcast. We recapped a few episodes together. He is at Dean on air on Twitter, and he is part of the breakfast show on Nova 100, Chrissy Salmon Brownie. Dino joined me to recap. Episode 1 of Season 7, the penultimate season of Game of Thrones. The episode's called Dragonstone. Dino, you might remember from last year, has not read any of the books. I've read all of them multiple times. But his passion for the series burns as brightly as any dragon's fire. So we discuss everything. Where everyone's at, where they're going, why Ed Sheeran is there. In fact, let's kick this recap off listening to the dulcet tones of Ed, myself, and Dino. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm. It's a pretty song. I've never heard it before. It's a new one. It's a new one from Ed Sheeran featuring... It's off my album Multiply. Featuring what? Like a Lannister Bannerman... <sighs> Dino. Our hands of gold, our... Are we started? Why not? Um, Dino, what do you? What did you think of the Ed Sheeran cameo? It was... No, I know it's so... <laughs> it's so obvious to whinge about this, and I'm conscious of that. Yeah. And when I found out he was going to be in it, I thought... So you knew already. I didn't know. All right. Okay. I, so I have made a rule. Yes. So after we did this podcast um, last year, mm. and I was always telling you all the theories I read and everything I come up with and all these thoughts, right? Mm. And none of them came true. I thought one of the, I thought one of your biggies came true last year. Well, I'm thinking mainly because I did a bit of a rewatch uh, right. in the lead up to yeah. the start of this season, and I was watching the Aria plot lines and getting really angry about how that resolved, like with the actress and the stabbing in the guts and her walking through the city and had all these theories about fake blood and all this stuff, and none of it happened. I was like, ah, really angry. Yep. Um. So I resolved this season. I haven't read. Anything good, so I'm flying blind now. Good, and if you've been reading stuff, no, you now know more than me. But it's only because I work in commercial radio and it's an Ed Sheeran story, <laughs> but it came out like a month ago, and then we all whinged at the time because we're like, We don't need this, mm. Ed Sheeran. And then I thought, No, I'll trust these guys to make it a cool cameo, like maybe he gets beheaded, yeah, and it's just something, but it was done, yeah, so cheesily, yeah. I, I, so I kind of. I 50% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, um, first of all, I've got nothing against cameos in Game of Thrones, okay. mainly because I would love to have one. Okay. <laughs> so if we get rid of them, my only opportunity to get in there is gone. I'm not going to be able to audition and get a role. So you think by endorsing all the other cameos, <laughs> yeah, exactly. lighting a candle for your... <laughs> exactly, right. keeping okay. the dream sure. alive. But um, there have been other musical acts cameoing on Game of Thrones. Coldplay in the Red Wedding. Yeah, um, Sigur Ross as well, I'm pretty sure. And um, the heavy metal band Mastodon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they were done subtly. Correct. This was Ed Sheeran saying, it's a new one. Yeah. Uh, what the f- You kind of, yeah, first of all, I, I feel the need to point out, because you, you might 
not know this, but it's actually a song from Game of Thrones. It's not like his new upcoming single. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's, all right. No. <laughs> well, let, let me take my rage down 20% because I thought yeah. he just knocked it up in the dressing room. That would be room. pretty funny. Let's have a no. listen. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm. One more time. Oh, For hands yeah. of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm. So what he's singing about... Oh, wait, wait. It's a song. I've never heard it before. It's a new one. So they're singing about Tywin Lannister and Tyrion Lannister there. So it's this... If you listen to the other parts of it, he's singing about um, a keep and a chain, mm-hmm. and that's uh, in the Battle of the Blackwater. The keep is the red keep, and the chain is the chain that Tyrion put across the bay to stop the ships coming in to set them on fire with wildfire. Ah! When he's talking about the hands, it's the hands he used to strangle um, Shay, the prostitute. Yep. yep. And the, the her touch was warm. That's what wow. they're. That's what the song is about. And okay. The, so it's it's a basically a travelling sort of minstrel song about that moment. Do you know what? I think I'm going to do a full 180. <laughs> that's perfectly relevant to the story. Yeah, but it came from Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no. Okay. I'm back in it. Um, good. All right, because I didn't want to start this season on a sour note with you. How did it start, though? That was freaking was cool. It was so good. Like, and it was a cold open, Ugh. so we don't normally get that. I think the only other time we've had one where it hasn't started straight up with the credits mm. was with the return of the Hound last season. Yeah. It started with um, them building that sept, and then it panned up, and it was the Hound, and then boom, you hit the credits. Yep. And that was because they didn't want Rory McCann's name in the credits to spoil the reveal. Right. But this um this one, I guess, like I kinda liked it because it was like it had the recap to yeah. start. And so really well done too. I yeah. love the pace of that recap. Oh, and it yeah, I, I actually said out loud when I was watching, I was like, that was a good recap. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and then it basically the first thing you get is Walder Frey. Oh. Alive and well. And oh. I instantly went, I, I shouted, I went, that's Arya. Yeah. He's taken. She's taken his face. And then when the wine comes out, everyone, because I was at a viewing party, like a lot of people, everyone goes, "Oh no, don't drink that." We're I gonna, know. We're gonna and Jim Jones situation with the, <laughs> the, the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the Arbor Gold, yes. not the Dornish Swill. Yes. Um. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I I do have a slight question. Mm. Over how tall Walder Frey is. Right. When like a tween girl can like dress up as him. Yeah. And I don't know about that. Really good point. And also, uh, she really stuck to character with the misogyny. Yeah. Don't waste that wine on a woman. That's well, that to me is one of the big sort of themes that I'm really sensing in Game of Thrones. Mm. At the end of last season, we were getting this all these parts moving into place, and it was all being done by women. Women like Daenerys, Cersei, the Queen of Thorns, Ilaria Sand down in Dawn, uh, Yara Greyjoy, Theon's yep. sister, um, even like little Lyanna Mormont. Yep. All these women. Yep. All making the rules. Badass. Exactly. So it felt like that. that Marjorie's scene, nan. What's Marjorie's nan, name? Yeah, Queen Elena, the, the Queen of Thorns. Um, it really felt like you were watching... That sort of gets set up, and then straight out of the gates to come up with a, a line like, "Oh, I'm not wasting good wine on a woman." You're like, uh, "Yep, 
Oh. Like, has she put that in on purpose? Because you knew it was her talking, yes. putting words into his mouth. Yes. And how good was the line, one wolf alive, with one wolf alive, sheep are never safe? Yeah, boy. Love that line. And they are sheep. The phrase are such sheep. They are sheep. Useless Rem- sheep. Remember them, like, treating with uh, River Run in the series before? They had, like, Edmure with the knife twist. They're like, <laughs> oh, no, we can't kill him. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then, boom, credits, and then, boom, straight into... um. The, the march of the undead, straight away. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, was what a so scene. Cool. They just emerged from that white fog. But just on Arya. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. She's straight up psychopath. She's a well, psychopath. Is she, though? She, because what, uh, A pie. She put someone into a pie. Previous <laughs> to that, she stabbed someone's eyes out. Yeah. She's a... No, I, I, do, I love her, but she is but, a psychopath. But then... When she met Ed Sheeran and his friends, you could see her. She was scanning around. She could see that they, none of them had their swords on. She could see, you know, she knew they'd be rich because they were Lannisters. She's looking around. Mm. They got food. Mm. She could steal so much stuff off them. And that's what, like, her and the Hound, and we'll mm. get to him later because this is another good one. Her and the Hound, when they were ranging around the Riverlands or whatever they were doing, mm. they would have killed anyone to stay alive. It's true. And yet she was there, and she was. She was She was ready. Like She was doing her whole like, girl of mystery kind of shtick, which she does when yeah. she's about to kill someone. I thought she had empathy for them because they were clearly not into the cause. They were just soldiers. They were just normal but, dudes. But, Dean. Yes. What is the hallmark trait of a psychopath? A lack of empathy. Good point. Good point. Thank so you. So she's not. She's There's still some aria there. Yeah, absolutely right. I think that's why when she left the um, House of Black and White at the end, she was yeah. like, you know, I'm Arya Stark of Winterfell, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. I don't think they turned her into the waif. I think right. she still had some Ned Stark in her that kept her. That's why she never threw away her sword. She just hid it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think right when, that was why she didn't become an assassin. Because she still wanted to keep some of herself, that empathy, that that Ned Starkishness, the Starkishness. Now the scene where the uh, White Walkers emerge, yeah, zombie giant, yeah, it was multiple zombie giants. How good did they look? The f- yeah, is that our old mate that died in the uh, in the the? Uh... Well, I think I mean I think it's supposed to, in the Battle of the Bastards, yes, sorry, yes, at Winterfell. Mm. I think it's supposed to be because, like I said, I did a rewatch and he got shot in one eye, and mm. the giant in the walk had one eye. It has to be him then. Yeah, but then that would mean that they're already they've already taken Winterfell. Wait, didn't he die on the wall? Wasn't he fighting up there with the gang? No, 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 because he was the one um, who bashed through the door at Winterfell so Jon Snow could yeah, get to Ramsay. Okay. Good point then. So I, it's either it's either like a warning, like Bran's visions are sending him a warning, like a this could happen, Yep. this could be what's going to happen, or it could be a, a prophecy, as in like this will happen, which is probably... Slightly more terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Now speaking of brand, someone on Twitter, some funny bugger. A lot of. Do you <laughs> Just, know where I'm going with no, this? No, I don't. Um, someone said, "I can't believe Ed Sheeran didn't go up to Brand and say." When your legs don't work like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty How good. That's pretty good. Amazing. Oh man. Well, he's at the wall now. So yeah. I mean, I don't really know what's gonna happen there. Surely they've got to put him in some kind of admin role. He can't 
do much. He's good at telling the future. Yeah, like they'll just set him up with like a sweet chair and an awesome <laughs> tree, just at arm's length that he can touch whenever, and a buffet on the other side. Yes, just yes. Yeah. Dragon glass. We need more dragon glass. Mm, and apparently, I did find that quite funny that like Samuel Tarly, like he just steals like the perfect book yeah. and goes straight to the perfect page. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's dragon glass. <laughs> <laughs> so unassuming. By the yeah. way, uh, Mesa is it Mesa? Maester. Maester camp isn't fun. No. And also, I, like just before the bedpan montage. Oh, that was like an Edgar Wright film. Oh man, <laughs> I yeah, I did not need to see. That. I was like, don't show the inside, don't show the inside. Uh, and they didn't at first. They just had it at eye level, and I was like, okay, great, like horizontal shot. Yeah. And then as the montage started, it was just top down, like Ugh. like Instagram food photos yeah. where like you take like those <laughs> bird's eye view of the plate. Yeah. It was just these bird's eye views of turds. Oh. Soup and just a and then, log in gravy, like yeah. you didn't know if it was a sausage. And then or... soup, turd, soup, turd. Oh, the way they edited it, man. it was honestly like Shaun of the Dead. How Edgar Wright makes it so manic and yeah. all the edits. I, but that was cool. I like how they did that. But you got to admit, last season when they showed like the pictures of like the really glamorous library. Oh yeah. I wasn't expecting the next thing to see <laughs> of that to be like just turd fiesta. <laughs> yeah, the worst camp ever. <laughs> the worst internship ever. Oh no, no, thank you. All right, what about let's talk about at uh so john snow and uh, sansa are addressing everyone yep. at <laughs> winterfell winterfell and uh, <laughs> isn't it funny how it's like just like we support these baby generals yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like tween war camp and like, then the insufferable <laughs> child gets up yeah, and yeah. gives another switch She's a hero. She's a hero. She's she's dangerously getting close to annoying. You reckon? Dangerous. Uh, I think she's still got a few more memes in her. Okay. I reckon, yeah. Um, But it is quite funny. It's interesting, though. This is something I was thinking. How in the hell did any of these families survive for as long as they have? In seven seasons, we've seen, like, how many families get completely destroyed? Eradicated. Well, like, set... Like, Cersei and um, Jamie were both pretty, like, well, there's never going to be any more Lannisters. Yep. To be fair, Tyrion might have a kid that might carry on the Lannister name. Yep. But, like, so the Lannisters gone. The Freys have all been wiped out. Spectacularly. I doubt the Queen of Thorns is going to have another Tyrell kid. Yeah, no. The Baratheons are all gone. Yeah, and the Starks. Rob made so many shit decisions. And like, you're like, it's a, how did any of these the bloodlines, like... In the books, the family trees go back, you know, a thousand years. How have they managed? All at the same time, just wiping each other out with poison and fire and weddings. And everyone's just, all the Tullys are gone. Yeah. There's no more Tullys. No. What? So where are the alliances now for the future uh, imminent war? Well, it's kind of cool because we got that scene at the start of the episode. We then went to King's Landing mm. and we got Cersei and Jaime like, literally standing on the map. Did they mention England in that scene? What? I swear she referenced England. Dino, it's, it's a fictional kingdom. I know. <laughs> I just heard the word England. I have to go back. If I'm right about this, you'll be hearing about it. <laughs> put a pin in it. I, I really, like, I love your enthusiasm for this wild theory that, like, it's just an island off the coast <laughs> yeah. of, of the UK. It's one suburb. And also, Jamie, let's not forget Brexit. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that will have repercussions for our trade. All right. But that was a cool mural, nonetheless. On but the, it's yeah. sort of summed up where everyone is sort of at. So you've kind of got um, 
the Tyrells, the Dornish, and the Targaryens. Yep. And then that includes the Dothraki and the Unsullied. All together. And it also includes a, a good bunch of the Ironborn, who are with Theon Yara, all together in the South. Money's on them at this point. Yeah, I mean, money might be on the White Walkers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, so you've got all them in the South. Yes. Then you've got King's Landing, and that's sort of in the sort of central east. Moroccan climate, by the way. No, no, no King's Landing. But it's a Moroccan climate at King's Landing. Is it? Yeah. Mediterranean climate. Yeah, someone told me that. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks very Moroccan. I, I think some of the scenes were filmed in Essaouira in oh. Morocco, which is, I, I know that because I've been there. So that's in the middle. I said, Oh, I, you've been there, have you? I've been there. Oh, yeah. It. Haven't been there? That's cool. I haven't, no. I've been there. Yeah, sure. Famous for their oysters. I've been there. But that's in uh, the middle. <laughs> sorry. King's Landing. Yeah. And then um, you've got, so what sort of happened is, Basically, if you go across to the west and a little north, mm-hmm. you get the Iron Islands. Yep. So the rest of the Ironborn have sided with Cersei and stuff. And she had the phrase until recently. Yep. But she's yeah. probably still got soldiers. They're just not very good in Jamie's estimation. Yep. And then in the north, you have all the houses of the north. Yeah. And the wildlings and the Night's Watchmen. Yep. But there aren't really Night's Watchmen. And they have to hold down the wall. Yep. And then in the far north, you've got the White Walkers slowly marching down, apparently. God, they're moving slow, aren't they? Well, you can only assume they haven't met the wall yet. It's interesting, though. Like, What are the time frames here? Yeah. Yes. So, like, how long does it take to sail a boat from Marine and Slaver's Bay all the way across to Dragonstone? That's such but, a good point. And they would have had to have met up with the Dornish and the Tyrells at some stage. I doubt they went all the way around to Highgarden. So, curious. It doesn't matter. Well, that's it. That's where I'm kind of at. It's, pe- a, it's a fictional TV show with dragons and zombies. Set so, in England. Yeah. Like, how did Jorah Mormont get all the way from Marine yes. to inside a cell in Old Town? Yeah. How did that happen? Do we care? Does no. it really matter? No, no, In no, this no. fictional fantasy world of zombies and dragons. Yeah. And magic and people coming back from the dead. Cut them some slack. I don't care. I love it. Yeah. Or maybe like maybe it has taken a few years, and that's why Arya can dress up as Walder Frey is because she's grown. Yes. She's not a toddler anymore. She's a bloody adult. Haven't they grown? In that uh, recap, even uh, even the mother of dragons in six years, she looks way younger. Yeah, I um, that was a bit of a shock to see Viserys. Yeah. Who's been dead since episode six of the series. Yeah, why'd they put him in the recap? Just like, just to him talking about Dragonstone, I guess. Yeah, right. But still, like, it was like, oh, yeah. Like, we've seen so many people come and go. Mm. Joffrey. Over in Martell. Yeah, Joffrey like, was... so much stuff. Such a source of hatred that seems a million years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't think I even hate him anymore. That's how long ago it was. And now it looks like they're building up um, Euron Greyjoy. As the new... Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a bit of flair, doesn't he? Well, last season he was a bit of a... Like, I like him in the books. He's sort of like this pirate sorcerer. Was like, he wearing a leather jacket while speaking to Yeah, but Jamie? not not last season. Last season he was a bit more generic, a bit more raffish. Now he's like... He's almost got... I, I thought it's like they wanted him to be... They wanted him to be like Captain Jack Sparrow, but to dress like Oberon Martell. Perfectly yeah. close. Yeah. Like, Bit of eyeshadow. Yeah. He's got the Jack Sparrow eyeshadow. Correct. And he has that sort of like 
rangy kind of, hey, oh, yeah. uh, maybe I'll bring you a present. Like, um, and that, like, accent of no place of origin. Yes. Like, he doesn't sound like any of the Iron Islanders. And they've pretty much said that this season he's going to be a source of a lot of fun and uh, silly buggery. Which is what we want. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we want in this series. Exactly. Hey, Sansa has got quite a voice now. Yep. I, I love the new Sansa. Um, and I really like the whole idea of her, like, just being honest and being like, I kind of admire Cersei. Mm. It's kind of cool. It's like, you know what? Yeah, she's like, she's basically the female reincarnation of Mad King Eris Targaryen. But, like, she loves fire. She loves incest. Mm. She loves destroying other families. She sees villains, uh, enemies everywhere. Yep. Paranoia, that sort of thing. Yep. She's basically that guy again. But Sansa's like, you know what? She gets shit done. Yeah. Like, she's uh, an ass-kicking woman. Look, do I agree with her? No. Does she get shit done? Yeah. Hate the ideas, love the execution. Yeah. yeah. Can you please explain to me just quickly uh, the hound when they... Who's the hound with at the moment? And Because I've just completely forgotten how the, that uh, son and daughter died. Can you just really quickly... Okay, yeah, this is cool. This is like the Hound, like we were saying before about Arya and empathy and psychopathy and all these sorts of mm. things. The Hound is a great development. Like I'm kind of like, when you look at him right at the start where he was like, remember how like terrified Sansa was of the Hound because he was Joffrey's bodyguard mm. and, um, you know, you had that whole, that hint of vulnerability with him with the fire. Hint. Yes. Um. But, you know, you got to go there to come back. And he sort of, you know, he went real violent for a while and he, he was left for dead. And then he met this Septon, um, Septon Ray. Um, and then he sort of, now I think he's really facing up to what he's been through. And when Arya and the Hound were sort of doing their road trip yep. across the Riverlands and um, that was kind of like when the Red Wedding happened and all yeah. this sort of stuff. Um they, like, they were kind of taken in by this father and daughter who were like, we, we want no trouble. We just want to see out the winter. We've got yes. our bag of silver. Yes. You're welcome to stay here. And he took the silver and left them and said, oh, you know, all's fair in love and war. That's right. So. That's right. Now he's come back and he's seen like the guy had to kill his own daughter and then kill himself because of what the hound did. So, this is my argument that we're, they're positioning the Hound to be our new hero for this season. Yeah, one I mean, what's well, interesting, isn't it? Because he's, again, he's one of those lots of fans on the internet kind of characters. Yeah. And there's a lot of talk around, like, will the Hound kill his own brother, who's now that zombie that guards um. I Queen still maintain Cersei. that that guy's a half lizard, half man, but anyway. You have been saying that for a while. He's reptilian. Uh, yeah, all right. Well... If he comes out as a reptile, I want you to buy me a comes cart. Comes out as a reptile. <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm a lizard. <laughs> I, I was born a man, but I've always identified snake. <laughs> I've always identified snake. All right. Um, cool. Yeah. I did like um, Littlefinger is still, we're speaking about Sansa, Littlefinger is oh, still man. like, I want to be happy. Oh. I see. He's <laughs> like, a mozzie. Get out of here. I know, and Jon Snow is just like, Creepers always, and Sansa's like, I know, right? And then Sansa's <laughs> like, I know, we're going to keep him around, he kind of saved us. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, it's like, man. you know, when like like a woman will let like a dude like like hit on her a bit because he's got a sweet boat or something. <laughs> like, 
Yes, come and party on my love yacht. Oh, <laughs> Do you so want gross. me to come party? No, 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 we just have the boat. <laughs> we just need the keys. Just one more time. This. For hands of gold are always gold, but a woman's hands are warm. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are. It's a pretty song. I've never heard it before. It's a new one. And you can buy it. On my new app. <laughs> Multiply. So great first episode, all the cogs yeah. are moving, it's everyone's positioned for a big year. Yeah, and I think it's really a sense of, I think last season was a lot of treading water. Yeah. I think they were going, is George going to get another book out? We'll give you we'll give you one more year, man. No, okay, screw it, we're going to wrap this up for you now. And the books might end completely different at the show, because there's so much more stuff in the books that's just been cut out to make a better TV show. Um, but I think this season it was like, yeah, like kicking it off with the White Walkers to yep. that same way the series started. A few little callbacks to things like, you know, I think um, Jamie said something about like things you do for love or someone did like little callbacks and just to make you go, guys, it's the show you know and love. It's back. We're just going to set the books aside and rip this thing apart. Hell yeah. I think it's going to be really good. Can't wait for next week.